man, you know what? I'm starting to really love it. I hated it at first, but I love it. People are starting to say that it's getting stuck in their head and they find themselves singing our tune. Oh, I'm about to say our tomb song. <laughs> oh, maybe it is a tomb song. It's the tomb song. Our tomb They're song. singing our tomb song. They're going to sing it at my funeral. <laughs> he wants that song playing in repeat in his tomb. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, for well, everyone. Mark, Mark, I'm going to get straight to it, bro. Because I know why the people are here, man. So let me give it to them. Let me give it to them straight. Because they see the guns out. I know what you're thinking. Daylin, did you just leave the gym? Or are you coming from a 1980s workout video? Spirit fingers. Let's get to it. Welcome to the only show that connects true crime stories with the paranormal. This is where we dive deep into the lives of infamous ghosts. We will unravel the mysteries behind their haunting presence. And we get down to the bottom of one simple question. And that is, why do they hunt? I am the bad boy of paranormal himself. You see the guns. Jalen Spratt. And I am the ghost brother from another mother, Mark T. There it is. Mark, man, I'm starting to love what we do more yeah. than I love any other job that I have ever jobbed in my life. True. And they say it's not a job if you love what you do. And, and this, I have more fun doing this than literally anything I've ever done. And that includes working at Discovery Zone, like that indoor playground that was big in the 90s. I did that. And this is better than oh, that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Listen, man, as bad as I want to know more about that job, that's not why we're here today. <laughs> we are here today. <laughs> we want to know who is haunting us today, Mark. Come on, man. Get, okay. get to it. Well, I, I don't. for once, I don't have just one, but a multiple array of people because we are taking you to the most haunted hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. The Hermitage Hotel. Now, the Hermitage oh, wow. Hotel is literally the only five-star hotel in Nashville. And why is that significant? Well, a couple reasons. One, to be a five-star hotel is like super prestigious and takes a lot of, lot, a lot of things. Because if you get checkmark strikes against you, there goes that fifth star. And also, if you're a five-star hotel, you can charge whatever you want for a room. There is no room cap. So very important that this is a prominent, prestigious five-star hotel, Hermitage Hotel, only one in Nashville. Go there if you can afford it and if you want to get spooked because this is the most haunted hotel in Nashville. So is that still a thing to this day? Like if you're a five-star hotel, you can legally charge whatever you want? Yeah. So there are laws, like if you go to them, CD Motel, you know, uh, next to a gas station, you know. And we call they, those two for 20s. Those yeah. are called two for 20s. Well, they have like a little sign on the door. It says maximum rate for this hotel is $195 or something like that. You know, that's a law. Oh, that's, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, but okay. to, to prevent price gouging. However, at the Hermitage or any five-star hotel, uh, you can't. You don't have to worry about it. But that's why it's so hard to become a five-star hotel, and that's why it's not even – there's no hotel in Nashville other than this place, which was built in 1910. So, I mean, we're talking, you know, a 120-some-year-old building that's been as haunted just because of the residual energy alone 
from the location. It's right next to the state capitol. Um, so there's a lot of haunted residual energy uh, based around the Hermitage Hotel. And there are multiple ghosts there, like the infamous Lady in Blue who is said to haunt the ninth floor, walking up and down the hallways, in and out of rooms. She's also got things missing. You know, you'll see women complain about missing mirrors or combs or brushes or them being moved mysteriously. And then at night, there have been multiple calls down to the lobby of hearing not just a woman screaming, but also an infant child. And one series, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a child, there is a woman, a lady in blue, uh, and then down in the lobby, there's been mysterious things happening. Like you'll see the grand mirror in the lobby of the Hermitage Hotel is a really big mirror. It's beautiful, but it cracks right before everyone's eyes, and then you look away for a second, no crack. Are you okay? Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. And then okay. there's a ballroom that's off to the side of the lobby. And it's huge, massive football field size ballroom, you know, multiple parties all in the roaring 20s, you know, in the 1930s, all the way, you know, that was actually a place for John F. Kennedy's, you know, headquarters in his Nashville home base when he was running for president right there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the Hermitage Hotel is also prominent for being known as the leading hotel or the leading meeting place of the 1919 suffrage movement, which gave women the right to vote. Okay. Okay. So a lot needs to go down. There's also a couple uh, ghostly haunting the ballroom uh, that can be seen dancing, whether there's a party going on or not. And so I guess the question is, is who are these people? And that's why you have me. You the investigator, like the investigator in, with the regulator. Oh, I'm the regulator investigator. I like no. that. I like okay. that. Okay. Uh, you like, I as like long that. as you like it, that's all that matters to me. Uh, I need a nickname for investigation. But either way, I dig some digging and I did my little do, 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 and I came up with some crazy coincidences. Crazy. And what do I think of coincidences? I, uh, I'm going to go with don't believe in them for 500, Mark. That's correct. And you are the winner. I do not believe in them. I hate them. There's no such thing. This is the most coincidental thing I've ever seen. And I, I, you're going to blow your mind when you hear about this. So uh, what were you doing in 1930? Uh, what, what, what month are we, th- are we talking August. Here? ish summer 25th oh summer of 1930 yeah summer late summer yeah that's back when i met old pretty green-eyed stacy she was sitting over yonder under that good old willow tree Mm. and i said excuse me ma'am and she said yes sir i said ma'am do you mind if a gentleman likes me comes and keeps you company Mm. and she looked at me and yeah, yeah, that it, you just took me back. You took me back. You yeah. took me back. I can see you, bow tie. Right, bow tie. Right. Dap- dapper. I definitely have a hat. Hat. Yeah. Were you there? Suspenders. Were you the I was white there. guy sitting in the park? Seersucker. I was the I was the guy in the seersucker. 
You were, you were the white guy in the seersucker suit? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And feeding the ducks. We saw you. Yeah. We saw you. <laughs> I, I tapped my cap to you because I knew right. the future. I knew what was coming. I knew little Axel was on the way. So A <laughs> hundred, hundred and uh, years later? Yeah. So, well, here's the crazy part. On August 25th, 1930... Uh, a woman by the name of Jenny Schulzberger Frank uh, unalives herself in a bedroom in the ninth floor. And that's not where the coincidence, you know, obviously that's okay. So lady in blue, uh, I cannot for the life of me find if she was wearing blue when she unalived herself, but I do know that it happened on the ninth floor and kind of like the penthouse of the Hermitage Hotel. Um, and why was she living there? Well, she was estranged from her husband at the time, who was a, a lumber bearer by the name of Lou Frank. And his father, of course, was a prominent uh, businessman in Nashville, too, by the name of James Frank. So they were very prominent, very large, wealthy family in Nashville, especially during the 1930s and early 1920s, you know, because... I mean, a lumber baron, you know, with the growth that was happening in and around Nashville in the 1920s, where are you getting all that wood? You're getting it from Lou Frank. Um, Wow. But, you know, Lou and Jenny's marriage, you know, even though they lived for a long time together uh, and had two children that were actually grown at the time, uh, it was taking a turn for the worst. And so Jenny moved out. And she took up residence in the beautiful Hermitage Hotel on the ninth floor. Uh, But on August 25th, 1930, I guess enough has enough, as she took poison and she was found dead in her room by her husband, Lou Frank. Um, Okay, so where's the coincidence? It even says in the newspaper article that woman kills herself over separation, basically. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Dependency on separation from her beloved husband was given as the reason for the woman's act. It was said the couple had lived apart for almost two years. So here's this depressed woman living apart from her rich husband for two years in the Hermitage Hotel. And sure enough, as I have right in front of me, I have her death certificate. Which does, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I can find some stuff, man. Which does say she died of poison, specifically uh, mercury poisoning. 180 grams were found in her system. Right, right. How insensitive is it, man, to actually put in the newspaper the reason for someone uh, who's dealing with something like that, who potentially unalived themselves? That's just very, very insensitive when you think about it you know it's interesting as an investigator um yeah i find that very interesting that you brought that up um okay because normally when you read about unalivings you don't read about whys right Uh, right in this case we're reading about a why and it's because of uh the husband that we loved but we're separated from so that's it well you know part of Remember, the Hermitage Hotel is a prestigious hotel. So when things like that happen, you know, in a prestigious hotel, you know, they definitely don't like it because it could mean a missed check mark on their prestigious record. 
Um, right. So by giving this reason that this poor woman, you know, was so love struck and or just hurting because she was separated and that she couldn't take it anymore, that she just ended her life. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. That's okay. You know, that's totally understandable. That is, if she was the only person that died in the hotel on the ninth floor on August 25th, 1930. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me multiple people passed away on the same floor of the same hotel on the same day. Were they connected? Did they know each other? Were they standing in the same room? Like, what are we talking about here, Mark? Look, while I have no proof that they knew each other or were connected or were in the same room, what I do know, it was on the same floor in the 1930s and both victims lived there. One for two years that we know for a fact, and the other also took up residence there. And the other person is a name of Albert Bloomfield, car salesman. So if you're thinking 1930s, not many car salesmen. And, uh, (laughs) you know, if you're buying a car, you're spending a lot of money. So I would assume wealthy lived in the hotel, in the resident part of the ninth floor suites, and he died of hemorrhaging of the brain. Like an aneurysm or like Well, a- it could have been, yeah. I mean, hemorrhaging of the brain could be a lot of things. It could be an aneurysm, sure. It could be stroke, yeah. It could be uh, knocked over the head with something so hard that your blood, your brain bleeds out and you die. Oh, wow. Is that what happened? I don't know. But I do have his death certificate. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Mark, because I feel like you, you lift me up and you bring me back down with it, well, Mark. Why, why, okay, first of all, you should stay up just the fact of the loan that two people died on the same hotel, on the same floor, on the same day. Because No, you I got also, me. Okay, good. Stay there. I'm keeping you there because I went back and I looked at all the people in Nashville that actually died on August 25th, 1930, and there were four people. <laughs> Wait, you actually did the research and you found out that only four people died in Nashville, Tennessee on that day. I'm dedicated to my specifically. My heart. Okay. Shifter. I I'm love dedicated. the research. I'm loving the work. I'm loving okay. the work. Four people. So Jenny, Albert, and two children. Two child. Two Oh what? Yeah. Now okay. I do not know where the- one of the child died. I don't know where the children died. I don't know anything other than they died. Okay. But remember I told you there's a infant child haunting as well? Wait a minute. Okay. I see. Okay. So do you think that, wait a minute. Do you think that she could have been pregnant? Would they have counted that as a child on record? Absolutely. To be? Yep. Mm-hmm. Really? Or, huh. or, 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 <clears throat> and again, prestigious hotel, lumber baron, wealthy, money. Uh, is it possible that said child was alive and said child died? Unalived as well. Uh, these are all possibilities because it's 
easier to cover up a child, especially one that might have been born illegitimately, uh, than it would be to cover up an adult 44-year-old woman. And, oh, let's not forget her, perhaps, I don't know, I'm guessing lived in the same hotel on the same floor, 40-year-old lover? So you think that she could have potentially be, she could have been in a relationship with this gentleman that stayed, but then why wouldn't they be living together? You're just going to be in a relationship, a long-term relationship with somebody that lived down the hall? I never said that he lived down the hall. Did I? I just assume he did because it just says his residence was ninth floor Hermitage Hotel. Is there a chance they could have been living there together? Ah! Oh my gosh. Do you believe in coincidences? Because I don't. I do not oh my believe God. in coincidences. Okay. So tell me all the okay. people I just mentioned that said haunt this place. So you got the gentleman. What's his name? Albert? Albert Bloomfield. Then you have the, the young lady who was separated from the lumber baron. That's two. Then you said that there's potentially a child spirit, which coincides with two children passing away on that same date. But we don't have any records of their ages or where they passed away, which is interesting, which is very, very interesting. Okay, so we're looking at three and a possible or two and a two and a quarter. Yeah, 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 two and a quarter for sure. Yeah. Uh, So. So, yeah, so this is a crazy case um, uh, full of coincidences. Let me just let me let me recap from my own understanding because it was a lot to digest. You go for me because I'm ready for you to poke the holes at me. Go for it. So she passed away by taking poison. He passed away from blood brain bleeds. It specifically says cerebral hemorrhage as cause of death. Okay. 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 So, and we were supposed to believe that she died uh, due to her own self and he passed away from uh, hemorrhaging just both of them randomly. Mm Mm-hmm. Just on their own due times, this is just what happened. Mm -hmm. Or we believe that maybe... She could have been poisoned and then he could have been killed. See, I don't could it have been could it been a could it be could it have been a murder unalivement? Could she have maybe hit him over the head with something and then took something to unalive herself? Or okay, you want me to keep throwing theories out there? Because you know I love Law and Order, SVU, and First Forty Eight, and and all of that stuff. Yeah, we we have okay. to find the truth, and that's why we do what we do, and that's why I Could, I just come up with the the thoughts and the theories. But I like the fact that you got theories this time because I have a theory too. But you go ahead. Okay. Could the lumber baron hear me out? Because you just you you just opened up another can of worms for me. Initially in the story, when you were like two people died the same day at the hotel on the same floor, I thought, damn, that's kind of weird for two people to be staying in two separate rooms on the same floor and something happened. And you was like, I never said they were in separate rooms. I never did. I was like, mind blown. What if they were in the same room, found in the same room? 
Okay, so with that theory, what if Mr. Lumber Baron Man, you know, jilted lover, what if he comes, knocks Buddy over the head, right? Now he's out. And then what if he feeds her poison? But see, that that to me, how do you, this is me putting on my murder hat. This is me putting on my, on my not my detective, but me as a murderer. Oh, you're Let a murderer. So you, your murder hat goes that way? Okay, like, like my Will murder S- hat goes this way. Like Will Smith and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay, got it. Because we saw how he did Chris Rock. Oh, That's man. definitely He <laughs> murdered Chris wow. Rock. He murdered, wow. and he murdered his career. So. Oh, man. But no. <laughs> so here's my, 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 my question. How does one kill two people with two different methods mm. at the same time. Mm. So let's go back to the OJ. Let's go back to OJ. Okay. Even OJ, with the yeah. OJ trial, mm-hmm. even with the Nicole Simpson and Ronald Goldman, both Wait, of them. Can I can I can I stop real quick? Yeah. I got a sandwich here because I knew this would go this would be good. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So please enjoy your sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, even with the Ronald Goldman and Nicole Simpson, they both were killed in the same manner. Mm-hmm. So that was a whoever showed up to her house and caught both of them, and they both were stabbed. So this circumstance would lend for a killer to, unless, unless, hold on. Let me put my killer Twist, hat back. Let me put turn. my killer hat back on. Let me put Keep my killer going. hat back on. Boy, the twist and turns are. <laughs> what if Lumber Baron dude comes to the hotel where his where his ex was, finds her, and maybe he poisons her, mm-hmm. and then the other gentleman comes, mm-hmm. sees what has happened, and then Lumber Baron bashes him over the head. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I feel like you can get a double kill with two different methods, mm-hmm. because it had to. Be it had to see because it had to be unexpected and unplanned. That had to be like in the moment thinking. Like crime he had of to passion. have gotten caught. Crime of passion. He got caught poisoning her. It was too late. Buddy catches him. He hits him in the head, and now he got two. That's how I would have did it. I like it. So, so if you were a murderer, if my hat was the other way, yeah. That's probably what I would have done. Yeah, if if you were a murderer that you wanted, well, so here's the thing. I, I have a theory too. Wait, so which theory? So you're going with uh, it's husband because it's always the husband. And I'm gonna go with that one because it just makes sense, and I'm gonna go with the husband finding her first, trying to poison her. However, he pulled that stunt off, and then the other dude stumbling upon it and him getting bashed in the head. That's mm. what I feel. Okay, uh, I like your style. Okay, I definitely you. think the same thing that the husband had something to do with this. Um, I think she uh, was perhaps pregnant or just had had a child, and this would have been. A, they weren't divorced, by the way. Um, so this would have been a bastard child, perhaps, since we know they've been separated. Um, and this child possibly belonged to Mister Albert Bloomfield. And at the time, you know, good old Lou was like, I have a reputation to uphold here. And I can't have you gallivanting with some man and having his child. So when he finds out either A, she's pregnant or had his child illegitimately, it became time to end 
child and mother's life. That's so horrible. It, disgusting. And I'm, yeah. I, and again, theory. So I'm yeah. coming up with a crazy theory just like you did, but this is my theory. And then, okay. and then of course it was like, I ain't done because the man that did this to my wife, he going to get it too. So I just feel like if both of them were unaliving themselves with the same uh, poison, um, mercury, I believe, right? I said mercury. With the same mercury, that would be way too coincidental. And that would have been able to tie them together. So I think there had to be two different methods. This isn't just some random like Nicole Brown Simpson, Ron Goldman situation where, you know, Ron Goldman's in the wrong place at the wrong time because, you know, good old whoever did it because, you know, they never found the killer of that one, uh, walked up on Nicole and uh, then just happened to see Ron and Ron just, you know, had to get it too because, you know, I'm sure he recognized who the killer was. But this isn't that situation. I think this is premeditated. I think this was, I need to end this woman. Um, she's depressed because I, we're separated, which <clears throat> why uh, I'm sure the lumber baron, because uh, what makes newspaper? Mark, I hear you. I hear you. But I'm thinking. Uh -oh. and, and something just hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm. Not wood? Not lumber? I, yeah, not, not wood. But here's the thing. Because what didn't sit well with me was, okay, lumber baron. How does he get his ex to ingest poison? There's a level of trust has to be there. So let me hear. Let me throw you a curveball, Mark. Let me throw you a curveball. What if Albert, her current lover, was trying to get her up out of there for whatever reason? Because mm. he's the one that could be close enough to poison her. Mm. And what if the lumber baron stumble upon the aftermath of said poisoning? And he sees this man hovering over his ex-wife, his current wife, who he had just poisoned. And the lumber baron then clocks Albert over the head in revenge. So what if the lumber baron actually saved the day? I'm well, just throwing out theories, y'all. What do y'all think in the comments? Yeah, that, 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 there are so many angles here, but I think we can all agree that the coincidences are just out of control in this one. I think right i think and then the fact that they are all like like i said we don't know what she was wearing um but ninth floor specifically room 912 um which i found out was actually 908 but they've remodeled the hotel because they used to be suites and so they took the suites and they shrunk them because they were full of apartments mm -hmm. like one bedroom apartments probably up there and now they so nine twelve is now where they say it happened and say is the most haunted room in the hotel, but it was really nine oh eight because of the way the yeah. rooms went back then. Um, for, but anyways, that's if you just go and stay and pay six hundred dollars a night to go into nine twelve. Um, oh, and you if you go and you ask, hey, what about all the hauntings that go on here at the Hermitage Hotel? No, they, they don't are, talk about it at all. They're not going to say that? <laughs> they do not like 
the fact that they are known as a haunted hotel. They do not promote it. They love their rich history. They are the site of the women's suffrage movement. They are so embraceive and only, uh, if you and I walk in there at 6 a.m., I'm telling you right now, we're getting kicked right out. Not that we look poor. Um, I'm just saying, you know. But why are we in a five-star hotel at six o'clock in the morning? (laughs) Right. We're getting kicked out. I mean, yeah. it's not it, not because we look poor. It's because we look like paranormal investigators, hands down. Cause, right. Because right. we, we do. I, I I know you do. In fact, a lot of people know that you do. So they're going to recognize you. They're going to be like, oh, Ghost Brother's here. He ain't checking in. Get him out of here. Yeah. We'll be approached immediately if we go in there. So what should we do naturally? At least try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I would hate... I'd hate to. We it, it, now. Are you prepared to do some clandestine action? Listen, man. There ain't been a clandestine that I ain't stein in the fifties. If it ever stein me, you a stein clandestine steiner. I'm a clans. I'm a steiner. You hear me? I'm All down right, for the call. We might have to do some remote spear boxing. Where? Ooh, yeah. I like where your head is. Mm-hmm. I like where your head is. Yeah. Because we both might not be able to get in. If one of us can sneak in, the other one can facilitate. I'm just saying. But that leads me to another. I Like, mm-hmm. you might have just. Uh-oh. Stop. You Wait, hold on. might have just. I got a sandwich because I knew this one was going to be uh, a good episode. Oh, Mark, you brilliant, sir. Mm. Remote remote spirit box sessions is that what we're about to do mm-hmm. okay okay i'm liking where your head is that can open up a whole can of worms a lot of can of worms because if guess. we can do this remote yeah who's to say we can't be all over the world <laughs> remotely i'm down i mean look don't get me wrong i want to take a flight across the pond and go somewhere but like you know, things are inflation's high here, you know, so, you know, gas prices are a little, little expensive, but you know what? They don't let me out of the lair much anyway. So let's do it from the comfort of my own lair. They see yeah. you eating on the job. How are you eating a sandwich during the podcast? No, but here's why. Because this is such a good story. It's like one of those, like, listen, I'm telling you, you know, uh, this, this story is so wild. It's like everybody is like. Let me get my favorite popcorn, a little glass of wine or something. And I'm like, yo, I knew it. I'm like, dig in. Let's go. Sandwich for this one. <laughs> Let's go, man. I'm with it. So what else do you have for me, man? Mm, sorry. Mm. Okay. Okay. I appreciate it. You waiting. Because, I mean, this, I mean, good story, man. No, hey, man um, it's a good story. An even better sandwich. It's good sandwich. My wife made it. Turkey. I love turkey. Good turkey sandwich. Can't go wrong. Got to take a nap after this. Anyways, so, yeah, I think with all the theories, I mean, obviously, you know, we're here to, like, you know, kill all theories, for lack of a better term. But I think we need to go, uh, ironically, if this is ironic or not. I don't know. Sometimes I say things are ironic and they're not ironic, but... Ironically, uh, the good Franks are buried in the same cemetery as Albert Bloomfield. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so we should probably head to that cemetery, and uh, I think we should talk to all three of these people. 
and um, see what and we get got. Their side of the story. Yeah, I, I really want to know because um, Jenny and Lou are buried side by side. Um, so Jenny was included in the Frank family plot, um, even though she unalived herself. No, there is not infant child buried there either. So, hmm, not sure where that happened to that. But look, here's the thing. When you're a five-star hotel, as prominent as a Hermitage Hotel, you don't want anyone to know that you're haunting, you know, you're a haunted hotel. Uh, right. And you probably didn't want anyone to know about uh, uh, an alive situation or a homicide right. in your hotel in 1930s because that's just bad for business. So you're going to do whatever you can to cover it up. So right. I think you got a lot of players here. I think you got the hotel. I think you got the newspaper. I think you got the Franks because they were prominent, you know. So Lou is definitely a part of this. And anyone that is associated with them. So I also looked up the, the history of the Franks. Like uh, James Frank, Lou's father, was a 32nd Mason, which is like a oh, high wow. up, like general Freemason. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's a yeah, major, yeah. major deal. Like, got the ring and everything. So, uh, you know, if you're just that prominent in a city that is of Nashville, then I think a cover-up, especially in the 1930s, is possible. Um, but then again, what happened could have just been coincidental. But you don't believe in coincidences. So what... Where's well, what do you the fun think? in that? What do you think? I, just talking to you, man, I rambled off a lot of theories, man. And the one, the only one that felt right logistically, you know what I mean, would be the lumber baron catching Albert, poisoning her, and then him killing Albert. Right. Because I just can't see how the lumber baron could get her to trust him enough. Right. Or get close enough for him to poison her. Right. Unless it was a old, you know, look over there and I, you know what I'm saying, type mm -hmm. situation. Or she went well, to the restroom, he did the whole switcheroo so with the drinks. There are other I, ways to poison somebody. How? Without getting close to them? Well, getting close, you syringe them. You can put. You so can, you think he shot her up with some? Well, that's po I'm just saying it's possible. It's not just like, hey, let me sprinkle a little something in your drink and here, have a drink. Here, let's toast to your new child. Or, no, I mean, you know, I mean, well, look. excuse me, Mark, for not knowing how to uh, poison people, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the fun way of doing it. Like, you know, the the famous uh, scene in A Princess Bride, you know, like, oh, which one did you take? Uh, not, uh, huh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, switched it. You guessed wrong. You only think I guessed wrong. That's what's so funny. I switched glasses when your back was turned. Ha <laughs> ha, you fool. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, I, I, look, I don't know. I've never poisoned anybody. Um, look, it's also possible that Lou knew the coroner, <laughs> you know, and right. the coroner just was like, yep. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, unalived. Yeah. yeah, he wrote unalived, by the way. It says unalive, YouTube, by the way, on the death certificate. It says unalive. <clears throat> Does it really? No, it doesn't. It says the <laughs> S word. S word. That's with insane. With yeah. So, and, 
Anyone that has the name Baron at the end, I would take it you probably considered have <laughs> a lot of money. So yeah. maybe this person would definitely have the means to alter death certificates, records, all of that stuff, right? I'm just saying it was the 1930s, and y'all know that that's a shady era in all American history. I mean, we're in the midst of prohibition and al capone and all these things oh by the way there is a rumor that al capone stayed at this hotel not true just clearing that up right now uh but you know who did john dillinger who was from chicago and a famous gangster ah, so, yeah. ah we need to visit them i have a whole like i don't want to say fetish <laughs> of john that's dillinger weird. Not John Dillinger, but just like the 1930 gangster era. Yeah. So I, I just have like a strong connection to that era. I would love for us to do an, an entire Why They Hunt series with just doing gangsters. From Bonnie and Clyde to John Dillinger to Bob Barker to Pretty Boy Floyd to Babyface Nelson. Like all of those people would be super dope. You sound like a fan of baseball cards and you collect every <laughs> 1930s baseball or uh, gangster card there was, which I totally all get. Over. Yeah, because I am of uh, I am a huge fan of those who end lives in a serial fashion of uh i am huge fan of the ender lifers of in a serial fashion guys and uh okay. i have all their cards every single one of them i got the tb i got the the deer guy i got all the the rookie cards too like the tb rookie card wow. yeah when he's yeah. got the mugshot yeah. yeah that's like the most elusive guy who ends life in a serial fashion card there is that's insane, man. But we gotta we're gonna definitely if if y'all think that we should do a why they hunt series based on strictly old time gangsters and stuff like that, let us know. Let us know. Because listen, <laughs> we produce content for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Damn what we want, baby. It's all yeah. about y'all. Yeah, nah, but that sounds like something we would want to do. We would wanna do Yeah, hundred percent nineteen thirty gangsters. That, yeah, for sure. I know uh Bonnie and Clyde are are not too far from good old Nashville and Atlanta. Hey man, they're in Dallas. So we actually uh, we did the spirit box session of Bunny and Clyde on our channel. So go That's back and look right. at those videos, guys. That's and uh, right. I've actually, yeah, I've been to the been to the place in Louisiana where they were killed and shot. Uh, went to the place where they had their last meal. Like, yeah, we should go and experience that whole thing together, Mark, bro. I would love to see what kind of responses we get in all those locations. You know, it's interesting. I've always had a personal connection to Bonnie and Clyde because they actually were uh, killed on my birthday not oh wow i mean i wasn't born yet but like it's my birthday yeah they were killed in 1930 sometime but it was may 24th which is my birthday so, which you missed but you can still send me a gift yes no i was with you on your birthday mark what are you talking about you no, you were and you were the gift i'm talking about to the fans <laughs> at home if they want oh, to oh yeah all of our supporters at home you missed no, mark's birthday guys no you were so with it me. Was, you were the all the gift i needed that and the Chipotle hey, you got me. Thanks. The gift that keeps on giving. My wife thanked you too. Just FYI. <laughs> but no. Okay. We got some good stuff coming, Mark. Yeah. We I'm excited for this one. I mean, look, I know you guys got 100,000 theories as well. That was kind of uh, what excited me about this whole story. Again, I don't believe in coincidences. So when I found this, I knew, I, and I'm, I know there are a lot of people that are going to be like, there are such things as coincidences. That's, I, that's fine. I don't believe in them. 
And so I just think there's too many random things. Oh, and I didn't even mention how I think his head is hemorrhaged. And this is going to blow your mind. Okay. Blow it. So remember I told you that one of the things you see in the hotel is the big mirror in the lobby cracking? Yes. And then going away? Yes. Uh, What if, because mirrors were made of like silver and gold back then. Okay. What if old uh, Lumber Baron took old mirror that old Schulzberger Frank Jenny had that she used to do herself up with? What if he took that from the nightstand and attacked old uh, Albert Bloomfield in the head, cracking it so hard, causing his brain to hemorrhage? Just saying. That would have to be one heavy ass hand mirror, man. Well, yeah, but they were back then. If you go no. to an antique store, which I know you no, you're right. You will pick one up. They're heavy. I think it's possible that a mirror could kill somebody if hit hard enough or hit multiple times. It didn't even say. It just says cerebral hemorrhage. So what if he hit him multiple times in the head? Now, that's some yeah. gangster S-H-I-T-Z-Z-Z-Z. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that beating is Beating a man some, to death with a mirror? That's wild. With a hand mirror. Yeah. I just think Lou Frank was uh, a gangster and was into some sh- and uh, yeah, and he actually would pass away uh, uh, five years later. So he didn't make it much longer either. So living a life like that, you can't, man. No. You can't. It, it, you live. You live by the uh, by the hemorrhaging. You die by the hemorrhaging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think he's got some demons. So we're gonna go uh, say hello to them, and I can't <laughs> wait to see you. It, it, it's a cemetery in the north side of Nashville. So uh, don't get lost. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm excited, man. Nash, who knew that Nashville had such interesting history? Yeah. Like, come on, man. No, I got to be honest. I didn't before I moved uh, here. But then as soon as I moved here, I immersed myself in it. All right. So uh, north side of time, town, meet me at uh, the Temple Cemetery on the north side of Nashville. Uh, see you there. Can I meet you at the Chipotle first? Sure. I mean, yeah. I think it's right around the corner. Wow.